Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, this is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. I'm your host, Michael Lavelle, back again. Uh, took a few weeks off. Um, y'all pray for me. A lot of things happened with my family over the last few weeks, but, you know, I couldn't wait to get back to the podcast, so I took care of life. Now I'm back taking care of this sports talk. Um, as you know, each and every time we do this, we always have a special guest on the show. Today is no different. Uh, I, I like to consider myself, well, my wife consider me funny. Uh, this person I consider funny as crap on, on, uh, Twitter. So I'm glad to have this man first time on the show introducing to the people. Deshaun, what up? Why? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me on. All right, man, we're going to get right into it. We got plenty to talk about. We're going to start off with a rant. And me and you have a common rant, so we're going to do that second. But you also have another rant, and I want you to get into it. All right. So there was a video that surfaced on Twitter maybe a few days ago. Two little young kids, maybe 14, 15 years old, they were getting to fight. And, of course, all their friends in the background recording and laughing and get it on, blah, blah, blah. So then this local come along. I ain't going to call him an old head because he probably like mid-20s, maybe early 30s. But he came along, yeah. you know, kind of stopped it. You know, just kind of just started talking some real talk to him. Kind of like, you know, your OG did to you, me, you know, and others. But, you know, a lot of the young kids, they were kind of just laughing you know, recording the background, like, oh, you ugly, blah, 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 all that jazz. And I don't know, that just kind of, it kind of made me mad because it's like, so like you're not even going to listen to the man. Like, he's trying to tell you something real, but y'all just not taking it seriously. You think you know everything. And unfortunately, that's a problem with a lot of younger people nowadays. They don't listen, don't take anything seriously, think everything is a joke. And I don't know, it's it's like they didn't get enough whoopings as a child. I don't know. <laughs> but You might be right. It's you just, might be right. It's it's just it's kinda of messed up and I, I just hated seeing that. But I'm glad dude stepped in to break that up and just kinda of preach to him a little bit. Yeah, I saw that video, um and I thought the same thing, like those kids being real disrespectful. Like, you know, uh when I was younger like uh, a old head step over to you and, and try to give you some real game. Like, you know it, like, you know, when he not really messing with you, like he being serious, like you just stop right. and listen. Like, you don't, you don't interrupt. They were still giggling and laughing. Like, like, yeah. It was crazy. He One kid just all, he probably off. went through the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Uh, I actually, I mean, I really respected that dude for doing it. Cause he was like, Whatever y'all fighting about, it ain't it ain't it wasn't it wasn't big enough to to get into a fight about. And I like that he called out the kids for uh 
videotaping, which I think is one of the dumbest things that we do right now. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, people get so much trouble just because you videotaping. I mean, if you're doing dirt, whatever, do your thing, but you're going to videotape it? Come on, how stupid can you be? Exactly. Exactly. Video, and the best part is they videotape other people. Like, you ain't never going to be on the video but you'll get everybody else in trouble because you want to post something, hope it get the world started. Like, it's dumb. It makes no sense to me. D'Angelo Russell syndrome. Oh, we'll, oh, we'll talk about him. We'll talk about him later. We'll talk about him later. Oh, he showed his light skin in this again. Oh. And he's so talented. Like, I think he just dropped 40 last week. Yup. Like, oh, he's Do so talented. Ball. It's just... I don't, I don't know. Oh, he's SpongeBob in the head. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> he needed to be right there on that video, sitting down, listening to this old head talk to them. <laughs> exactly. Put the phone down and listen. Matt, man, what did you say? That might be the title of the show. Put your phone down and listen. Like, yeah, man. Just when somebody try to get you game, man, let them get you the game. Exactly. It's for free. Free man. game, man. You can't beat it, man. I tell anybody, I got, I, I do have younger people that listen to this show, man. When it's an older person and they in the mood to write, give you some of the game that they've learned, man. Just sit down and enjoy it. I promise you, you, you may not appreciate it then, but you gonna appreciate it in a few years. I promise. Exactly. You just gonna remember those gems that they dropped, and it's just like, oh snap. Man, I'm gonna tell you one of the best gems an older guy gave me. He was uh he was my friend's father and he was like, Man, when y'all looking for a woman, he's like, You need to pick five different women and we was like, What? <laughs> and he was like he's like, Look, man, when you dating, he's like, You gonna get your big girl, that's the one that cook for you. He like, You gonna get your trophy, yep. that's the one you take out. He was like, you gonna get, he was like, you gonna get your good real religious girl. That's the one you bring home to moms. And he was like, you gonna mm-hmm. get your, he was like, you gonna get your freaky girl. And then you gonna get you like that girl that you could just sit down and play like video games with. That's your homie. And he said, when you find mm-hmm. all five of them women in one woman, marry her. I said, oh snap, man, that's how you do it. Shout out to Rashad Dad, man, Mister Davis, man, he. Man, I never forget that lesson. Oh, he he put that lesson out there, and I never forgot it ever. So, speaking of dads, uh, me and you had a common rant. Uh, I'll kick mm-hmm. it off, but we both need to discuss it. Uh, Lavar okay, Ball, okay. Uh, I guess Lavar Ball is the country's favorite dad, or maybe the second favorite dad outside of Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, oh like, God! <laughs> <laughs> like Lavar Ball. He been on a tour, like <laughs> he been on a media tour. Uh, everywhere he goes, a microphone in his face. You know, his son is balling. Like, first, let me pause for a second. Lorenzo Ball is balling. Yeah. Oh, Lonzo, 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 Lonzo. Hey, yep. He is cutting up right now for UCLA. Yeah. Like, like, dude is a beast. Man, it, it, it looks so effortless, though. but that's beside the point. I just had to give him shout out since he ain't seen, he doesn't seem to be getting enough shout out because his dad. So his dad, true, 
and recently did a podcast with uh was it Chris Broussard? I want to say it was with. And, I think so. Yeah, and he's you know, he brought up uh Chris Broussard brought up, you know, how other children don't live up to their father's legacy and you know, LeVar Ball said some things was like, you know, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. I might put the real audio in so you understand. I'm paraphrasing. He was like, man, you know, LeBron's sons might not be that good. Yikes. Not like my sons are. That's, that's basically how he put it. We're seeing a lot of, like, LeBron's son, LeBron right, Jr., right, right. who's playing great. Um, obviously, the Currys. <clears throat> You're seeing NBA players whose sons are coming up. And looking like they're going to be NBA players. Well, here, here's that? the thing. you got to play the, the odds and the percentages. There have been a lot of great players. And all their sons are whack. Kareem got a son. I don't know. Magic Jordan's got some son sons. Yeah. Uh, Jordan got sons. Yeah, you know. Shaq got sons. His but son's pretty good, too. His son is all right. <laughs> got to play with his back to the basket. But no. Because people expect him to be as powerful as Shaq. And he's skilled. Shaq was skilled. But it's, Shaq don't want to put that pressure on him by saying you're just a player like me. I want you to be able to shoot, dribble, mm. shoot free throws. So you don't have that pressure of trying to live up to your dads. The monsters in the NBA, their dads wasn't that good. They were okay. They was players. But the fact that Dale Curry wasn't no all-star every day. You know, yeah. He wasn't cold. He could shoot the ball. Yeah. But now... Come on, little Steph. Come in the gym with us all the time so you get a, get a feel of this. Matter of fact, play with some of these guys while you're little. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, his dad wasn't all that. That's why he's such a monster. So you look at You got LeBron. You got LeBron. It's going to be very hard for his kids to, because they're not going to look at him as LeBron's kids. They're going to be like, you better be just like your dad. And then after a while, that pressure starts sitting on you because it's like, wow, why I got to be like him? Why can't it just be me? And then they be like, oh, you're soft. You're not that good because the expectation is very, very high. My boys are good, great, but let's say I really excelled in football and made millions and millions of dollars. Do I spend that time with them now? No. I got the offseason. I got to worry about myself. Now I just buy you everything. Now I get you a trainer and hope you mm -hmm. turn out to be okay. Where the fact that I wasn't all that – Allows me to spend all that time and make my boys all that. <laughs> Think about it. Anybody who already had that expectation, a lot of their fathers don't want to put all that weight on them because people don't look at them as, as what they were. And it's kind of all. He just don't bring other people's kids into <laughs> it, man. So, so you think what he said was wrong? Just, I think it's wrong because, like I said, he, he brought LeBron kids into it. You you really didn't have to do that. I mean, if you you have the utmost confidence in your sons, I get it. You a dad. Shoot for the stars. I don't blame you for that. But you can't just start bringing other people's kids into it and trying to, you know, put down their kids just to uplift yours. Nah, that's not cool. And I I, I kind of get what you're saying, but I'm also on this point here. And and I said today was the day that I'm gonna have a LeBron hate free show. I'm not gonna hate on LeBron today. What? Oh, I'm gonna be honest about LeBron. Y'all know how I do. But LeBron was being sensitive right there. Uh -oh. He just was like, 
when I listened to what what he was saying, he was basically saying, "Look, my children are so good because I wasn't that good. They don't have to live up to my expectations. I was able to be there for him because like his career was short. I mean, what they say he averaged two points a game in the NBA." Skip Bayless, another Skip Bayless. Yeah. So he was saying with LeBron's kids, like you got to live up to the legacy of LeBron and that could be detrimental to a kid's growth. I think that's true. I I get that. I get that. Sure. Michael Jordan kids. Oh my good man. Did you see that meme (laughs) where they was all dressed alike? And they was like, those are the only jeans that they got from Michael Jordan was the denim jeans. Oh. I saw that. Oh, oh. But yeah, Mike, Mike Sons. I remember when Mike Sons was coming up and they was balling and everybody was like, oh, we can't wait. Man, they disappeared fast. Like, they went good. For real. I remember seeing one, I think it was what, Central Florida or something. That's the only, that's the last time I've heard from any yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah, um, Shaq's son. Now, I've heard that LeVar Ball said something about Shaq's son. I didn't hear it mm-hmm. per se, but I ain't going to lie. Shaq's son, Ball, like, for what I've seen oh, in high oh, school. Oh, yeah. Like, he gets busy. He got a nice club handle, too. Yeah. Um, but I still think it rains true. Like, your dad was one of the most dominant, I ain't even going to call him big men, like figures ever to grace the NBA. I don't know if you're going to live up to that. I get that. And with, with, with LeBron kids, like I've even seen them play. Like, I mean, they're, they're talented too, but will you live up to who LeBron is, who is basically NBA 2K creative player? We've never yeah, seen nobody I like agree. LeBron. Hey, I, I couldn't create a better player on 2K the way LeBron is built and skilled. Yep. It's going to be hard to live put, up put to everything at 99. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. Put everything at 99. You got to make them seven feet tall. <laughs> like that's Playing point. Yeah. That's LeBron. <laughs> it's going to be hard for his kids to live up to that. I thought LeVar, True. I thought LeVar ball was fair in his assessment, even though I do agree you know, careful talking about other people's kids. Like he should know mm-hmm. that. Like you got to move real cautiously. But I didn't think yep. he said nothing too bad. I, me personally, I'm just like, man, Laval Ball, you out here being a proud father, a proud black father. That ain't in the media too yeah. much. So go do what you do, Laval Ball. If you want to, you want to talk and go on your media tour and. You know, live up your fame. Go ahead, do it, man. Hey, but it, I'm I ain't got no problems with it. I, but to be honest, I don't even listen to him half the time. Yeah, it's kind of hard to listen to him. At least it's kind of hard to take him seriously. Yeah. So tell me this though: Why did LeBron take him seriously? Or was it my only thing is he was sensitive? It's still his kids. I'll, yeah. If, if he would have said something about LeBron, just LeBron himself, man, okay, brush that off. But he, he brought his kids into it. All right, hold on, chill out. You're right about that. You're right. I mean, kids are a sensitive subject. Uh, I understand it. Um, 
you just get defensive over your kids. And it's like, if it ain't in a positive light, you don't want to hear it. I get it. Right. At the same time, man, your, your kids play basketball. Like, they're going to be critiqued. As much as they he didn't like what LeVar Ball said, them kids going to get critiqued badly. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be horrible. So I, I don't know if he's going to make it. But i tell you one thing. LeVar Ball knows something. I don't know if he's – I don't know if he's trying to – well, let me ask you that. Do you think he's trying to live through his kids? Hmm, that's tough. Yeah. It makes Ooh, me that's tough. It makes me wonder, like, because he pushing so hard. and I mean, clearly he's trained each and every one of them because they all play alike. Yeah. Um, All three of them. I, 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 sometimes it makes me think, like, is he so into it because he trying he didn't to get that far? Yeah. I mean, much props to him. He got into the NBA. That's props. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you was a scrub in the NBA. Sorry, but sometimes it makes me think he you might be living NBA. through him. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, that's a tough question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I might need my Twitter people to jump into that when we put the podcast out. Cause yeah, definitely. I, I need to see what what others got to say. Yeah, because I don't know what's the fine line between being a helicopter proud dad, you know, one of them dads that just hover over practice, and being a father that's just pushing so that they can achieve things that you never achieve. I don't know what mm-hmm. the line is. I don't know if that's LeVar Ball or not. Like I said, one thing I know, they need to be everybody need to be signing up for LeVar Ball training classes because all three of them kids are good. Yep. Well, I don't know about Lamelo. Uh, I'm not too sure about him. I mean, he got he got a propensity for it. He, he's, he's a nice little score. What he put up a uh, like ninety mm-hmm. three or something like that. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, ninety two, ninety three, something like that. Yeah, yeah, no defense, none. <laughs> That's Jerry true. The entire time, <laughs> it was running four on five on the other end, and then they missed a shot. Okay, fast break, easy score. Yeah, you're I, right. You're I, right. I, I hate giving that to him. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, uh, in the meantime, we can we can focus on the oldest son, who I mean, still alive in the uh, NCAA tournament. Oh yeah, Kentucky. That's gonna be a tough test, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see, yeah. man. He might, he might create his own legend, like right here, this this tournament. Like, he, that's true. He been on fire, like he been feeling it. Yep. And, about had a triple double last game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, oh, his 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 passing ability is it's it's up there. Like, is 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 NBA ready? His passing ability, and I was shocked at that. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been a lot of Jason Kidd comparisons. How you feel about that? Ooh, uh, first, let me say this about comparisons. I was just talking to somebody about it. I think people get lazy with comparisons sometimes. It's like you see somebody, a point guard that can rebound, and you're like, ah, oh, Jason Kidd. Like, um, to be honest, I think he scores better than Jason Kidd at at at, at that point in their careers. Jason Kidd wasn't that great of a scorer. Like he couldn't even shoot until he was like ten years in the league. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, 
Uh, no, nah, I can't go with Jason Kidd. I mean, Jason Kidd's vision was just immaculate. I mean, I mean, the ball kid got some vision too, but it ain't like only people I know that got vision like Jason Kidd is LeBron. And, and, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not talking about going back in the day because of course you go back, you go to Magic and all that. But since Jason Kidd is LeBron, and I don't see nobody else with the similar type of vision. And so, oh man, I can't compare him with Jason Kidd. I just can't. But he's talented in his own right, man. He he's gonna he yeah. might be a force, but supposedly he might stay, so he can play with his brother. Who? Yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh, rumor, rumor is they would he would like to stay so so he could play with his brother. That that that'd be kind of nasty for UCLA. That would be. Whew. All right. So we we did our rant. Oh, one more thing about my rant, man. What's uh, everybody just don't need to be so like, like one of the best things you could do to somebody you really don't care about is ignore them, like. If you That's don't true. like what LeVar Ball is saying, ignore him. When I see him on TV, I turn the television. Like I saw him playing basketball against Marcellus Wiley on ESPN. I turned the television. I don't want to see that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I heard him talk about I can hoop on Charles Barkley. I'm like, nah, Charles Barkley, even out of shape, could probably do you. I'm moving on. <laughs> I he was going to ask you that. <laughs> yeah. He's talking about Michael Jordan. Oh, I could do this. Eh, I just ignored it. Like, don't don't give life to everything. <laughs> Let that man right. be proud of his kids and keep it moving. When you stunning all that. <laughs> what, do you say? what do you say? Uh, Michael Jordan not quick enough to go around me. Okay. It's, it's a lot to go around, homeboy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like... Bruh, I didn't, man, I don't know if you remember this, uh, but I might put the video in the description, but my my biggest memory of Michael Jordan, not my biggest, but one of them, is when he was the old mm. Michael Jordan playing for the Wizards, and he got his shot blocked by somebody. I'm talking about he got it blocked bad, and they went on a fast break, and Michael Jordan, in his old age, tracked that man down blocked his ball by pinning it up against the backboard. I remember just, that. Y'all was like, okay, I, y'all better leave I that man I remember that. Like, I remember that. That was cr- I didn't think he could still jump like that. Yeah. Wow. What what that showed me is when Michael uh, want to play and that competitive come out. Yeah. Yeah, I still think he could probably do some of the 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 starters in the league right now. I promise you. I put my money on it. Oof. I, that jump shot still silky smooth, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yes, yeah, sir. All right, so let's get right into the uh, main topics of the day, man. Everybody's talking about NBA players resting. Uh, I don't know why this is coming up now because – Players been resting for the longest. Greg Popovich been mm-hmm. doing this for years. Uh, I but, thought so. But it's become a big issue because um, I think I think Golden State rested about five players on a national televised game at night. The Cleveland mm-hmm. Cavaliers rested. Yes, yeah, Cleveland Cavaliers rested. Uh, was it is it LeBron and Kyrie? 
LeBron and Kyrie because Kevin yeah. Love was out yeah. already. But yeah, those two. You rested LeBron and Kyrie uh, during a ABC national televised game. So, you know, it's some problems. Uh, what side mm-hmm. do you stand on this? Do you have a problem with players resting? As a fan of watching the game, I hate it. Because if I'm tuning in, yeah, I want to see LeBron. I want to see Kyrie. You know, if I'm watching the Warriors, I want to see Steph, Clay, Draymond, Durant when he's healthy. I, I, I don't want to see the backups playing 40 minutes. <laughs> you ain't come to see Iman Shumpert. <laughs> exactly. I ain't come to see Tristan Thompson put up seven points and six rebounds. I ain't come oh, to see that. <laughs> shots. Shots. <laughs> um, 80 million. 80 mil. <laughs> oh, God. 80 million for, for that. For that. And a Kardashian. Ugh. All right. Yeah, well, it. Horford is worse, though. Al Horford is worse. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Because <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know if you, you know, I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. So yep. uh, I have a friend as a Boston Celtic fan. When he got Al Horford, they was really hype. And I told him, I said, look, you got a really good player. You got a dope player. He can do a lot of stuff, but I said, do not expect him to do more than 15, re- 15 points, seven rebounds, three to four assists. I said, that's what he's going to do. No, nah, y'all didn't use him right. I said, okay, just watch. And they seeing it right now. They are struggling to mm-hmm. rebound the ball as a Boston Celtic. <laughs> nah, I, just, I knew that was going to happen, too. I don't understand why they didn't see it. Why didn't the Celtics see it? They didn't want to see it. They they thought, you know, oh, Al Horford, you know, that's our piece we need to take down Cleveland, this, that, and the third. <laughs> and, and let me let me let me get let me say I'm not slandering Al Horford. That man bald in Atlanta, but he is who he is. He's a consistent 15, 7, and 3. That's it. He not, I mean, we didn't hold him down here. Like, that's what he's going to do for you. Flourishing or bad, that's what he's going to do for you. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And, and <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't, now these Boston fans like, we sh- we need to trade. I even seen people saying, we should have got Dwight Howard. Man, look, you, you, you got him. And you paid him max money, so enjoy that. Max. What it was like 115 mil or something oh, like they, that. I, they might have paid him more than that, bro. <laughs> they paid Al Horford max because I think Atlanta offered him close to max. I want to say Atlanta offered him about 27, but he's almost at 30 million a year. You, uh, man, max contract and Avery Bradley's leading your team and rebounding. Oh, God. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. But, yeah, um, that's a whole nother yeah. random song. So, but yeah, like we we were talking about Tristan Thompson. Like I didn't come to see him. I didn't, I didn't and I live in Atlanta. This is a transplant city. I'm gonna tell you the 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 truth is there when people say this really ain't a hardcore sports town. Like if it ain't the Georgia Bulldogs or Georgia Tech and football. Atlanta's really divided everywhere. Like when Cleveland comes to town, you see LeBron jerseys heavy. 
I can't imagine buying a ticket. Like even me, as much as I hate LeBron, I'm glad that I could tell my kids one day and say, Hey, I saw LeBron James play. I can't imagine buying a ticket and then you show up and he's sitting on the sideline drinking Gatorade. I can't. That would make me so bad. <laughs> I can't. Um, but at the same time, you know, his goal is to get another championship for Cleveland. If True. if he sits out a game, I'm assuming that's what his goal is. Like his, I mean, he knows his body. He's been doing it for a while. Don't don't hit. Doesn't he kind of need some rest? Yeah, I mean, considering he's like 31, 32. But what about the younger guys getting rest? You know, these they 25, 26 getting mm, off night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, and of course, Adam Silver, he had something to say about it. He sent out a letter. Um, here's the biggest issue what nobody's talking about. Everybody's talking about whether or not they lazy or competitive. The truth of the matter is when you sit out games that affects fans the most, the fans are the one that lose, like you said, and not only do the fans lose, but we don't want to watch that on TV, even if we're not at the game. So the TV, you know, television ratings lose. And that's where they get yep. paid from. That's where your money comes from to all the players, owners, all that TV deals. Mm-hmm. So I remember LeBron saying recently, like he doesn't find it as a big deal. Like, Listen, LeBron, you've done an excellent job at managing money and trying to get the most money out of a lot of players. A lot of that money comes from TV deals. What, do you want to play less games? It's going to be less money. That's true. Like, when you get your contract, you get your contract for 82 games. They're not giving you your contract so you can play 70. Right. And be healthy. Um. I don't know. It makes me wonder. I mean, I know as as far back as I can remember watching the NBA, I don't really remember NBA players to getting rest days all willy nilly just out the blue. This and is definitely a new. Thing. I know you could you could probably speak on this better than I can, but like maybe in like like the early nineties or you know late nineties, you know, did players just get rest days? I don't remember it. Um, I was just looking at a stat, and they said Carmelo. Malone. I want, I, and, and I'm making uh, I, because I don't remember the exact number. But they was like Carmelo Malone didn't play like a total of like 20 games his entire career. His entire career. <laughs> like, he played and, a long time. Yeah, and most of those games he didn't play was like when his last year with the Lakers, like his very last year in the league. Hey, Carmelo was a, you know, he didn't miss games unless he was hurt. Jordan didn't miss yeah. games. J- Jordan played 82, unless a lot hurt. of games. I I don't know where it started. Uh, well, let me, let me rephrase that. I give all due respect to Coach Popovich. He's one of the greatest that I've ever seen be a coach in my entire life. I think it started with him because he sure enough will rest his players if you play in a sorry team. I've seen that. I remember him doing that a long time ago. 
and 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 I remember he got in trouble that one time when it was a major, it was a prime time game or something, or if it wasn't a prime time, it was like NBA on Sunday, and he sat his players, <laughs> and the league was like, "Oh no!" and they find him. He was like, "That can't happen." Exactly. I guess my issue is. You you know what you're signing up for. You're signing up for 82 games. You're not playing 82 games in a row. You're playing 82 games. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, you hurt, rest you on hurt. The, cool. Yeah. But I'm like, you rest on your off days. Exactly. Come I, I back, play, whether it's the next day or day after, whatever. So I have a I have a theory. Of what's changing. Okay. I want, I want to hear what you think. I know why Coach okay. Popovich is doing it. Coach Popovich, he just he's just trying to play a mind game. He's he's trying to out coach everybody. I understand why Popovich is doing it. But here's why a lot of the other mm-hmm. players are doing it. A lot of the other players, this is my assumption. So mm-hmm. nobody fight me over my words, but this is my assumption <laughs> is that people like LeBron James are they're creating these super teams with the best players they can find. Oftentimes those players make the most money. All right. Mm-hmm. So you often have all this money tied up in three to five players. Everybody else is getting the scraps. So mm-hmm. you got to play every night and you get tired. Oh, against that sorry team, you know, to be honest, Cleveland can't sit. You know, Cleveland has to play LeBron and Kyrie against the New York Knicks. They have to. As much as the Knicks not that good, you got to play them. Because the rest of your people ain't that good. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony had a game in his life. Yeah. I the backups. <laughs> so... My point for saying that is you also pick your own poison. Like you want all this money funneled into a few players. The rest of these players are scraps. Like you have to play a lot of minutes. That ain't my fault. You should want to have a more real rounded team. Oh, yeah. That's just my theory. Uh, Even with Golden State, like when they sat all those players and you can see the players weren't happy. But when they set all them players, you can tell like it's he. They gotta give them rest because they play more minutes. Last year, Steph Curry was playing three quarters a game. Yep. Oh yeah, because they was blowing everybody out by like yeah. thirty by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, they ain't blowing everybody out this year. They gotta play forty, <laughs> or I ain't gonna say forty. They gotta play thirty-five a game, thirty-five minutes. Starting to wear down on them, but. You also a basketball player. Um, what did you think about what? Um, first, before I get to the the old heads that that brought up stuff, what did you think about James Harden and what he said today? He actually was like, you know, he's a basketball player and he gonna play. Like he not trying to rest, and the coach better not tell him to take no rest. That that made me respect James Harden a lot more. It did for me too. Yeah, I mean, that really, that said a lot. Even from what he said, and also 
it was an article that came out about him, about his story or whatever, how at first, you know, when he started dating Chloe and got all the paparazzi and glamour and this, that, the third, it kind of took away from his game, just kind of took away from his focus. Mm. And, you know, and he just said how he kind of just cleared his head and just focused on playing basketball. Mm. And he, he stuck to that. And reading that, that gained some respect for me. And then with him saying, like, you know what, I'm a hooper. That's what I'm going to do. I'm a hoop. I stop on my own time. I respect that so much. You I don't do really too. see it no more. I do, too. Matter of fact, um, um, I've been trying to think about who will be the MVP of this year. Like, for me, I know words doesn't change your MVP standing. But in my eyes, like, he went up a couple notches. I'm like, to me, it's him and the Russell Westbrook race. I ain't stunned nobody else. You you take a rest. That's even true. even the the underrated Kawhi Leonard, he take a rest days too. Yeah. So I'm I'm with Russell and and James Harden basically saying, look, man, hey, we ballers like well, James Harden said I rest at the end of the season. <laughs> yep. I'm with it. Dope. I'm with it. So um. I want to talk a little bit about the old heads that had something to say. Carmelo and Charles Barkley, they were asked about their um, opinion on this. Carmelo basically was like, man, look, you get you get paid to play. Like, just play. Charles Barkley, exactly. Charles Barkley had way more to say. <laughs> Charles, it's Charles Barkley. <laughs> Charles, Charles Barkley was like, the fans need to boycott because this is bull. And they don't need to be resting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think about were they fair or were they just being the old heads that's hating I think they were being fair I mean I agree you you get paid to play basketball that's your job that's what you do make your living play yeah. I mean if you injured you can't play okay you injured but if you can play, if nothing is wrong with you, you you one hundred percent step on the court. Yeah, matter of fact, I'm uh, I'm on this bandwagon right now. Like, if you want some rest, then you go out there in the first half and you help blow out this team, and you go sit the rest of the exactly. half. I won't have a problem with that. Exactly, that's different. Yeah, you up by forty five. Yeah, sure, sit down. Man, I don't even care. Like, for example, let's say Cleveland go out there and play, like, the Memphis Grizzlies. Hey, man, if Cleveland get up by 12, 13 points at half, go ahead and sit down. I'm fine. Exactly. I'm good. I'm, like, I'm if, with that. If they come back, then you can shoot back up. But they just – they coming to the arena, man. And, uh, I ain't got no plans on putting on this jersey today. Yeah, like, what? Yeah, go, go out. Drop about thirty in the first half. Be up about thirty-five. All right. And I will say this: um, Carmelo did sound like he was hanging just a little bit. He had a little, little, little sourness in his in his response. <laughs> but I thought he was fair. Like when I look at Carmelo and all those people of of old, David Robinson and all of them, they don't have half the athletic ability that some of these guys have now. Um, I mean. Here's here's an ugly truth. JaVale McGee is more athletic than David Robinson or Patrick Ewing. 
ever was. That uh, that is a horrible truth, but I, I might have to agree with you. Yeah, that that's a uh, that's a God, ugly truth. Why did I say that? <laughs> like JaVale McGee. <laughs> I'm not saying skill, but just uh, athletically. That guy's yeah, I mean, he's got more in his pinky than he does than David <laughs> Robinson. Y'all should be able to play. Like why y'all are y'all tired? I mean, if you tired, man, come think, on now. You think it's conditioning? I mean, maybe players now are not as well conditioned as back then. Um. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, ah, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, cause I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Like Dennis Rodman didn't miss a lot of games. Like. Jordan didn't exactly. sit out. Yeah. Um, Dominique Wilkins didn't sit out. Uh, I mean, and they took beatings every other game. Yeah, uh, I don't remember Kevin Garnett sitting out, and he's kind of in between. Like, I, I mean, Jason yeah, Kidd was I hurt mean, all the time, so he couldn't sit out. Right. Kobe really didn't sit out. Kobe really didn't sit out. Yeah, he didn't take no rest days. Like. I don't know if it's a conditioning thing or I don't know. It could be. Maybe you just, maybe these trainers respect their athleticism so much that they don't do as much as they would have done with an older, you know, Sharif Abdul-Rahim or Kevin Willis, or, you know, Moses Malone. Like they probably had right. to do more to get their bodies ready each game. I don't know. That's a good question. Is the conditioning better? Now I'm going to ask you, this question similarly okay is the competitiveness different is that the reason hmm. see I, I mean i see hmm. i see guys diving on the ball like like i said i ain't hating on lebron today but i see lebron jump on the floor trying to get a loose ball like he competes yeah, i see that but i have to question the competitiveness sometimes when Man, you sitting there taking rest days because you're tired. <laughs> I don't yeah, get it. Like, in a game, you know, Spurs versus Warriors, winning that game takes the top seed in the conference. You yeah. figure, okay, I'm going to have all my soldiers here ready to go. And nope, a team full of backups are playing. What, what they said? They said Draymond. KD's hurt. Yep. They said Curry. Yep. Uh, did yep. they say Clay? They said Clay. Oh, and they said Iguodala. <laughs> yeah, and they said Iggy. And uh, no, no, that doesn't make that doesn't even make any sense. I don't understand like, it. So in a game with the stakes like this, you you gonna send out Ian Clark and Javale McGee? I mean. Yeah, that's. I, I'm glad Adam Silver is sending out, you know, you know, emails. Even though I don't know what that's gonna do, you know, David Stern was sending out fines. Like he was like, "I'm gonna find you," which I'm fine David with Stern too. Veto trade. He with it. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know, right? If y'all didn't know, he brought that life. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh, all y'all agree on this trade? With Chris Paul going well?" 
<laughs> veto. <laughs> We're not going to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, man, I don't know what they do. Um, it makes me wonder, though, what can they do to stop it? Because I know, I know, I, I know pretty much there's no fan that likes to see their players rest outside of maybe the team that's resting. You know, if you if you're a Cleveland fan, you, I mean, who are you to question LeBron? You're like, if he want to sit down, he sit down. But for everybody else, like that sucks. Uh, he trying to see LeBron play. That's true too, man. They they trying to see they say. Yeah, like we're trying to see, you know, the biggest icon in the NBA. He coming to town, and I paid $300 for this ticket because the price going to be jacked up just because Cleveland coming to town. Exactly. I'm trying to see LeBron. Oh, man. talk. You know what? That's an excellent point. They jack up them prices when it's a superstar coming to town. Every single time. Tickets that are regularly, I don't know where you are, but. The tickets where I am, tickets could be regularly like fifty five dollars. LeBron come to town? Oh, that's 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 eighty, eighty three. Yep, yep. And that's that's nosebleeds. That's up there. Like you gonna mm-hmm. you still gonna pay? Hey, you jack up the price and then they don't play. Like, give me the refund back. Give me the difference back. Because that's who I came to see. Something. Like you said, we didn't we didn't come to see Tristan Thompson. Iman Shumpert. I'd rather see uh, Tiana Taylor than see Iman Shumpert play. Facts. You know, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't understand what, um, and don't get me wrong, I get what the players are saying. We need some rest. But rest yeah, on your own I time. I can't discount that. Rest on your own time. I, I'm not knocking that. LeBron unlocked a lot of minutes between Team USA and playing in how many was it? Six straight championships? Hey, six straight. Wait, what? was it six or was it seven? I want to say it's six. I don't know, man. He done been in a lot of yeah, them straight. Like, I get it. Nah, it's, it's seven. It's seven. Is it seven? Se- oh, that's seven crazy. Straight. That's a lot. He needs his, his rest. First year in Miami. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he needs his rest. He needs his, you know, he needs to give his body time to recover. I get it. Not on our time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's selfish, but I mean, hell, we, we fans. Shit. I mean, shoot, he he's a fan. Like I mean I mean he's being selfish. We're being selfish. You know, the only thing is you getting paid to do what you do and you sitting down. That's an issue. So do you think there's any solutions that the NBA can provide to I guess appease the fans and the players and the owners. Hmm. I know at least for the fans, if they paid the money and the star players out, which is that's who you really came to see. Not even a full refund, at least a difference. Mm. Yeah. Well, don't 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 charge me to upcharge. Don't charge me to upcharge because Steph Curry here. Give me the regular price. Exactly. I mean, because when I'm at home, if I could turn to it and I see no LeBron, no Kyrie, I I, I could turn. That's easy. Yep. Flip channel. Yeah, but if you at the the game, like, 
I just prefer y'all not. I prefer y'all not upcharge anyway. Like it bothers me that I cannot get a ticket um, <laughs> to, to go see LeBron James. And I would tell you, in Atlanta, you can't get a ticket to see the New York Knicks either. It's sold out. Like, For and, real? And, and they upcharging. Yeah, they upcharge to see Melo. It's a lot of it's a lot of Knicks fans here. Oh, you said it was divided. Yeah, but meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Philadelphia come here. <laughs> you know, we got tickets on Groupon. <laughs> you know, great deals. I I don't know. Just that's a good suggestion. Like, stop upcharging. Uh, my my suggestion is you're gonna have to find teams. Like, if you want to, if you really want to rest a player and they're healthy, a healthy scratch. You just got to pay for it mm-hmm. because what the NBA cannot do is lose their TV deals. That's what they are not going to do. And the way it's going now, it's going to spread. Like there was an issue when, when the Spurs did it. Now is the Golden State Warriors is doing it. Now Cleveland Cavaliers is doing it. You know, what happens when these other teams the are trying to do it? Do the Knicks do it, or do they rest every night? Yeah, I think. Good point. The, the, the Good Knicks point. Rest every night. <laughs> now nah, let me not disrespect my boy Carmelo like that, man. Carmelo <laughs> toughing it out over there, man. Even though it's his fault, should have went to Chicago. It's your fault. That's, that's a whole nother rant. With him. <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, let, let's let's jump into our next topic, man. I want to talk a little bit about black ball players um recently this come up because of Colin Kaepernick um a lot of people feel like he's being blackballed right now because he doesn't have any free agent visits right now meanwhile Geno Smith got a job and uh I don't even remember this guy's name that's how irrelevant it is what's the guy from Tampa Bay Mike Mike Glennon Glennon. Mike Glennon got a job uh Josh Josh McCown got a job. Matt Sharp got a job. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert still in the league. <laughs> exactly. He was a starting quarterback last year. He was a starter over Kaepernick until he got hurt. Like, like what? First question I got to ask. Do you think that this is because it's always a rumor. It's never a factual thing. Do you think that black that players can be blackballed in their league. Yes, I, I think they can be blackballed. I, I told kinda, you. In, in the Kaepernick's case, it's a little bit of both. I mean, I'm not going to say and say Kaepernick is a good quarterback. I mean, he, he's decent, he's serviceable, but mm-hmm. yeah, he, he still does have times where he goes out and he has the QB awareness of laundry basket. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> he's a lot better than Mike Glennon and Geno Smith. I mean, we at least, we've seen what Kaepernick can do. I mean, he had the year when he went to the Super Bowl where it's true. he lit teams up. It's we true. have seen nothing from Geno Smith. We have seen nothing from him. This is facts. All and facts. And yet he still has a job. 
And then mean, he went to the Giants. Backup. Yeah, which means if Eli decides to get hurt, well. Oh, my God. Giants fans, I'll pray for you. Yeah, because your boy Geno Smith, man, he. Ugh. Oh, God. He, 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 he throwing the ball to the Jets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to this day, as a giant, he would throw the ball to the Jets. Yeah, that is so yeah, true. He throw the ball to the Jets. <laughs> um, I always go back to. I always thought that blackballing was like this conspiracy theory that people would come up with. Um, I realized it was true when it came to two players, and both of them in the NBA. Uh, okay, one was um was Allen Iverson. Um, Allen Iverson, when he Hmm. left Denver, I want to say from Denver, he went to Detroit. And he got no playing time. Yeah, it was Detroit. Yeah, he got no playing time. I mean, he was buried on the bench. Like, buried. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it because he was just balling like that previous year. Like, it wasn't like a... We saw the drop off. Like he was still good. Yeah. And then he left, and and somehow he ended up on the Memphis Grizzlies, and he couldn't buy playing time. And I'm talking about they exactly. had nobody in front of him. Like I forgot who was in front of him, but it was it was a nobody. Couldn't yeah, I don't know who was. I don't know who was on playing point for them, but yeah. So that was the first time I ever realized. Man, <laughs> this blackballer thing is kind of real. Yeah, I, I I think it is too. But I will say, I don't. I'm kind of like you. I don't know how often it. I don't know if it happens as often as people would like to say. Like you, like you made mm-hmm. a point. Colin Kaepernick didn't have the greatest. You know, ever since Harbaugh left, Kaepernick left too. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it hasn't been that good. Um. Does he deserve a job? Yeah. And we have to realize, too, like, this is still early in the free agent period. He can still get a job. Like, free agent periods ain't over. It's just nobody mm-hmm. talking to him. Do you think teams... And, um, oh, go ahead. I was about to say, you know, there have been GMs, you know, kind of made it apparent. I don't think they gave out names or anything, but, you know, basically, of course, when Kaepernick was... Doing his protests, you know, oh, you know, he's a distraction to the league. He's not good for the league. You know, I couldn't have him on my team, this, that, and the third. So, it's quite a few owners that are just like, yeah, you know what? I'm not even going to bother with this dude. Yeah. And, and the crazy part is he's he, everything he's done has been peaceful. Everything. Exactly. Everything. Like, nothing he's done has everything he's done is within his rights. It just is. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, you know, meanwhile, we have domestic violence uh, uh, abusers in the league. We got, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always go back to players like, I don't know if you remember him, but Greg Little, who played for the St. Louis I Rams. remember that name. Yeah. Yeah, he played for the St. Louis Rams. Really good defensive end. He killed somebody. I mean, it, whoa! It I didn't like know a, that. Yeah, it was like an accident. I want to say he was drunk and and made a mistake and killed somebody. Like, 
Dude what? was still in the league. And if I'm not mistaken, I gotta Google it, but I wanna say the guy he killed was like the wife of like a like a cameraman for the St. Louis Rams. So wow. like like dude had to record his his wife's murderer every Sunday. <laughs> is I mean I I don't see let me let me let me let me first say this. I think Colin Kaepernick okay. is fully prepared for this. I think we're yeah, making a I big deal that. about it. I th- I think we're the ones that got an issue with it. But I think Colin Kaepernick is fully prepared when he did all his protests and he knew this would have come up. Mm-hmm. So I respect him for that. So yeah, a lot I, of people wouldn't do it. Yeah, and I'm and I'm glad they're doing it. And he seems and he seems like he's not just all talk. Like he's actually putting his money behind his words and his protests. You got to respect him for it. Um, question though, is Kyler Kaepernick gonna play in this league again? Your opinion. I can't see it. Ooh, okay. At this point, at this point, like I said, you got Geno Smith and Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon getting a job before Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> uh, it might be a wrap. Brock Osweiler. <laughs> oh, God. I know it, water. Uh, oh, man. Oh, matter of fact, all, I don't even remember everybody that was in Cleveland last year. They had like five quarterbacks. All of them worse than Kaepernick. Yes, all of them. All of them, including RG3, who's a shell of himself. All of them. Yes. <laughs> but, but yeah, Cap, you know, um, I actually think Cap's going to get a job. But um, I don't know if he's going to accept it. Because he's going to be like a camp body. Like somebody, he's going to be the third stringer on a team. And to be honest, he's, in my opinion, he's at least got the talent to be more than just a third stringer. I believe so, too. I just, oh, man, I feel I feel for Cap. I feel for Cap. Let, let me talk about somebody else who, who supposedly is blackballed. Let's just ask a quick question. Okay. Was Ray Rice blackballed from the NFL? Ooh, Ray Rice. That was my boy, too. Uh, that's a, that's a tough one. I That's a tough one because if you would have asked me probably last year or maybe a couple years ago, I probably would have said, yeah, just because he was still in his 20s and still a very serviceable back. But, I mean, now he's 30, of course. Right. NFL running backs age like organic milk. So <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> oh, that's so true. I mean, he, could be, he could he could be a decent backup. I mean, he could be a nice number two back to kind of, or maybe a third down back or something. But as far as like a every down, that's my go-to back type. Yeah, I can't see that anymore. Mm. I think I'm gonna go with you on this one. I think. Um, I think he was blackballed because I think that I think the NFL had to make an example because that video was just too bad. 
But I think at this point, I I just don't think nobody wants him. Like it's too many it's too many yeah. running backs coming in the league now to to go back and yeah. I mean, and this new this new age of running backs, they something serious. Yeah, I mean, we talk about a year now where in 2017, Jamal Charles and Adrian Peterson are free agents, and they're not really getting. A lot of like visits. Oh wait, did Jamal Charles get picked up? Not that I, I can't remember if he did or not. I'm trying to remember who went to Seattle. Oh, Eddie Lacy, Fat Boy. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> they gave him incentives about his weight loss. That is amazing. I know. Yo, <laughs> he did. Did you see that he showed up, signed a contract at 267 pounds? Man, what? <laughs> man, you don't <laughs> man. My dog out here trying to play left tackle. Like what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, shout out offensive line help, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to my boy Brandon. That's exactly what he said. He said they must need offensive line help. They need a guard. <laughs> Yo, like yeah, they signed today. So yeah, we talk about Jamal Charles. And Adrian Peterson are both free agents. Like, right? I'm sorry, it's just been too much of an influx of really talented backs. To I, I just don't think anybody wants Ray Rice anymore, and that's sad because I think he missed out on a couple of years. But you know, definitely, the NFL definitely made. I, I agree. Made an excuse. All right, so one more player. This is not exactly from the league, but I know you heard about what's going on with Ray Allen and the former Celtics. Um, they're going to be, you know, celebrating a two-year celebration, 10-year celebration of the NBA championship. And Ray Allen is not invited. And they have flat out said, no, he's not invited because he was a traitor when he left and went to the Heat. (laughs) Is it fair how they're treating Ray Allen? I'm going to say no, just because without Ray Allen, they're not winning that title. Oh, that's facts. Man, there's no dispute in that. I mean, that's not to discredit, you know, Pierce, Garnett, or Rondo, because, I mean, without any of them, they're not winning either. So they all needed each other, but you can't just exclude one out the group. Like, he didn't help y'all win it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, but... I I also have to agree with him though. Like he did turn, like supposedly he didn't even talk to anybody. He didn't talk to anybody. He didn't consult with anybody, which he doesn't have to. But for y'all to be that close for all those years, yeah, and you like, nah, I'm gonna take less money and go to the team that y'all trying to beat. (laughs) That I I get it. I I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't okay. I, you know, I even I've I've been I've been very forthright in saying I hated when LeBron went to Miami, but I get it. I didn't like it. I definitely hated mm-hmm. the move Kevin Durant did. That was very similar oh, to reality on that. <laughs> Kevin Durant, you it's like they called you you cupcake for that. Yep. You you went to the team that beat you. Oh my god! Like, 
don't know. I just and then KD, in a competitive game, you don't go to the team that beat you, especially yeah. when you had them up three to one. Yes. You know, hang around another year. You probably take them out. Oh, I, that's oh my goodness! I'm just. I know they wasted an opportunity, but that just had to stain. Like you probably like, man, we could come back one more year. I I would have even understood that Kevin Durant went to DC, like that's his hometown. He could have mm-hmm. went to the Spurs. I would have, as much as I wouldn't have liked that, I would have got it. Like, but you went to the the exact last team that you played. You went to that team, right? That's trash. <laughs> yeah, that's trash rap. You can't you can't do that. <laughs> and when people was acting like, well, Russ shouldn't be angry. What I I understood if Russ was angry. Yeah. And and, and no, Katie didn't talk to him either. He kind of just left. Yeah. So with Boston, I get it. Now, with it being a ten year reunion, y'all grown. Y'all need to get that together. Come on, that's too long. Yeah. You, you, I mean, if come on, if, if new edition can reunite, you know, with Bobby Brown, <laughs> y'all can let that go. <laughs> As, yep, yeah, man, for real, for real. I mean, Escape got back together. Man. Come on now, exactly. Come on, we pretty wicked getting back together. What uh, you know? Hey, come on now, come on now. Y'all got y'all got to invite Ray. At least extend yeah, the man, olive branch and invite him. But hey. oh, but supposedly he's blackballed from the Celtics. That's crazy. Well, that's crazy. All right, so kind of same way I feel about To too. Oh, now To's definitely blackballed. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's look. Yeah. See, that's why I had you on the show, man. We can talk. Tara Owens, man. Don't get me wrong. I understand everything that he did negatively. But what he did on that field is undisputed. 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 And if you want me to be honest, I tell people all the time, I watch T.O. from 49ers T.O. He couldn't catch. Mm -hmm. He couldn't run a route. He trained himself to be faster. He trained himself to jump higher. Like, he was just, you know, uh, he had talent, but... Like T.O. really like worked at his craft and became dominant for years. I have no idea why he's not in the Hall of Fame. No clue. And they really try to make it just because of his off the field things or what kind of player he was, what kind of teammate he was. You get into the Hall because of what you did on the field. Exactly. Well, well, you put up 130 some yards in the Super Bowl with a broken foot. Ooh. Like what? <laughs> Man. <laughs> and he was still putting up numbers to the day he left. And he still could have got a job exactly. after that. Yeah, that's a good I one. T.O. was blackballed. God. Yeah, he, he's blackballed for sure. Because ain't no T- way he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame right now. And I look at people like, and don't get me wrong, th- this ain't hating. I look at people like Michael Irvin, who was. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about that boy run a muck in Dallas. Cocaine oh, houses. <laughs> like 
He's in there. Larry Allen's in there. He was a Coke boy. Like, those guys are in the Hall of Fame. That didn't stop them. Right. Um, didn't my dog Marvin Harrison catch a gun charge? Oh, yeah. Marvin, yeah, there's, there's some people, athletes, that I would not mess with. He's one of them. <laughs> I want to yeah, say. Yeah, he, he that quiet type, too. <laughs> yeah. I want to say Marvin Harrison actually, did he kill him? I know he shot him. Like he shot somebody and it was, it was it like his business. Like Marvin Harrison, <laughs> that boy was crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think he of something. There. Brett Farr and all the stuff that he did. I mean, Brett Farr, he was at Atlanta Falcon and he couldn't stay sober. And had they had to trade him. Like this guy, had, <laughs> this, this guy was sending nudes to, to, people that work closely within the organization with the New York Jets. He's a Hall of Famer. Yep, I remember that. Exactly. So I don't understand what they talking about with T.O., man. Miss me with all that. Exactly. My man deserve it. <laughs> he need to be put in. The, I'm going to tell you, the biggest issue with T.O. is that him and the media didn't get along. That's his biggest issue. The media don't like him. It ain't, it ain't. It ain't the players. Contrary to what people believe, it ain't the players that vote you in the Hall of Fame. It's the media. That's true. And they don't. And they don't like him. Never have. From the time he was doing sit ups in his yard. Yeah, I remember that interview. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't like him. You know, get your popcorn ready. They did not like him. Exactly. Oh man, yeah, T.O.'s is black ball. So if y'all on Twitter, man, so, like, y'all hit this thing gonna happen to Randy Moss. <laughs> oh, you think so? I I think so. Oh, unfortunately, but I think so. Oh, they can't do that to Randy. I don't know. Randy's a part of the media now. That's I true. don't know. He, I don't he, know. Might, he might. He might get a pass. But he definitely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was black ball too. I mean. They shipped him out to the Raiders and <laughs> he disappeared for some years. All right, man. So let's let's get to our final part of our show, man. The man law violation segment. Earlier in the show, you brought up our boy. <laughs> I ain't even gonna say our boy. No, 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 no. Yeah, nah, nah, we don't claim him. <laughs> yeah, we brought up D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, uh, I don't know if you saw. Or my readers saw, or my listeners saw, they saw the Lakers versus Bucks game. Nick Young got fouled by Malcolm Brogdon. He thought he got hard, got got a hard foul, so he pushed Brogdon. And then Greg Monroe tried to decapitate <laughs> Nick Young by pushing him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you saw this little light skinned guy, Nick Young. I mean, uh, DeAndre Russell. DeAndre Russell. <laughs> Run over to Greg Monroe and kind of give him a shove and then run away and stand back. Now, (laughs) now whether or not that was wrong is I think that's undebatable. But as far as being a man, is it against man law to hit and run somebody like that? Yes, that is against man law. You you come to back of your teammate, cool, I get that. But you can't just throw a punch or throw a push and then run away. I mean, yeah, he like twice your size, but you throw the first lick. 
I mean, if he hits you back, you just gotta you gotta take that whooping. Or if you're gonna win, win. But you can't run away from that fight. I, I'm totally in agreement. Um, I always say, don't. What well, my father always say, don't put your hands on nobody unless you're ready for it to escalate. Simple. I agree. <laughs> you can't put your hands on nobody as a man and not expect repercussions. To me, and I might get in trouble for this, but then again, this is chauvinistic. So that's a female <laughs> trait. That that's something that a woman would do is hit you and expect you not to do nothing. I'm sorry. I just, that's, that's the way I think like D'Angelo Russell, and, and you see the video, like he pushed him and then quickly backed up and just watched. Like, mm-hmm. look, man, once you get into it, either don't put your hands on nobody or when you put your hands on somebody, you better be in there. Exactly. I, I just, put that boy D'Angelo Russell play. You, you gotta, you gotta fight that battle. Exactly. You have to fight that battle. I'm sorry. When you start it, you gotta finish it. That's just plain as hell. Yeah, especially when you start it. Yeah, I mean, well, I won't even say he started it. He was trying to take up for a teammate. But mm-hmm. you wasn't involved. And it was like, he wasn't even trying to break it up. I don't know what he was doing. It's like he pushed him and then realized it was Greg Monroe and was like, oh, no, I don't want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, "Uh, nah, let me backpedal like Deion Sanders. (laughs) Like, oh, God. D'Angelo. That that was wrong. This is the second time D'Angelo Russell done been on this show under man law violations segment. He got one more time. One more time. Yeah, he, he out of here. Yeah, I'm telling we, you, man. We the blacks trade D'Angelo Russell to whoever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely we gotta get rid D'Angelo of him. <laughs> well, happily, I'll happily get rid of D'Angelo Russell. Man, um, on, on the on the thought of fights, real quick, did you see Robin Lopez and Serge Ibaka fight? <laughs> I saw that. I saw the video after it happened. Now, even though they didn't connect with their punches, D'Angelo, this is what happens. You see what happens? It got physical, and everybody that it got physical with had to fight. That's what happened. Yep. They didn't back up from each other. They it, they knew it was go time. You invaded my personal space. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Even though I ain't going to lie, I was completely shocked that Robin Lopez took a real swing. Like... He nearly, that he nearly a, connected. That was a serious jab, too. Yeah. Yo, that's a seven-footer. Like, he he really almost caught him. Dude got reach. <laughs> For real. Craziness, man. Um, Deshaun, man, I appreciate you coming on to the show. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Most definitely, man. Thank you for having me on. All right, man. We're going to definitely have you back another time, man. Um, in the meantime, tell people where they can find you on social media and all that. All right. So definitely follow me on Twitter at JD underscore March 22. And that's the only one I really use. I 
have Instagram, don't really use it anymore. But Twitter is where you can find me. Definitely follow this man. I'm telling you, funny, like for real, for real. Like when he, <laughs> when, he when he gets to talking metaphors, like talking about the people's <laughs> awareness, man. I'm talking about you. He had you on the floor, man. <laughs> he will have you on the floor. So follow my man Deshaun on his Twitter. Of course, you can follow us at the number four HF Advantage on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Facebook for home field advantage sports talk for home field advantage sports trash talk. Um, you might be able to find me and Deshaun uh, having a conversation with D'Angelo Russell. Like he he clearly yeah. need he needs some grown men talking to him right now. He's just doing yeah. too much. <laughs> He's doing way too much. I know Nick Young can't wait to get out of there. <laughs> I'm surprised they ain't shut him yet, man. I, I think he's out of there next year, I'm, uh, but I am surprised he ain't out of there yet. But to be honest, D'Angelo De- Russell might be out of there soon. I, I don't. I just don't think nobody in that organization wants him around. I, he's just doing too much. Got to grow up. Oh, he got to grow up. Like now, he's too talented not yeah. to man. I mean, he more. Oh, he's more talented than Michael Jordan's sons. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. And on that note, I can't do nothing but agree. This is a podcast for Home Field Advantage. Man, we out.